You are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is your host, Topazu. And uh, you were just listening to just a couple of favorite Halloween selections. Sort of Halloween. The, the mood feels like Halloween. Um, and uh, speaking of Halloween, <laughs> of course I'm, I'm getting into something. Uh, there is going to be an amazing party with uh, VX and Sure Thing. Halloween weekend, October 30th. They are bringing out two of my favorite hardware producers, Sean O'Sullivan and Bo Wanzer. Uh, they are also known as Civic Duty uh, and also uh, bringing out uh, Vancouver-based Vancouver-based uh, producers, uh, Minimal Violence to F8. That is October 30th, right before Halloween night. And uh, there's an awesome lineup of uh, of uh, local DJs as well, Tyrell Williams of Hospitality, Jason Greer from We Are Monsters, of course Rachel Aiello of VX Party, and uh, Justin Anastasi of VX Party as well, and Surface Tension, Aaron J from Sure Thing is also playing, and me, I will also be playing some tracks as well. Uh, I highly encourage bringing a costume, it's going to be a really fun night. A uh, great way for you to start your Halloween weekend at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> and uh, so right now we are sort of clearing the spirits with Palo Santo. Uh, this is an upcoming release by Damon Eliza Palermo. You may know him as a uh, house producer. He makes house music um, called Magic Touch. He's also uh, a member of Miami for a very long time. And uh, yeah, he's he's recently released this new ambient album on 1080p called Clouds of David. Uh, it's coming out November 27th on cassette. Uh, it's a beautiful release, and I highly recommend picking it up. Uh, so that being said, today I have uh, who I think is one of the most celebrated producers in the Bay Area in the studio. Don't laugh. <laughs> he has a, releases out on Jack Tone, Opal Tapes, and he has a new EP release coming out. on. Or it is out, right? Yeah. It came out at the end of September. That's right. Um, and uh, that's out on Barcelona-based label Classic Works. And your, your release is called Depth Charge. I have yeah. Worker Parasite in the studio. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, so I, I normally don't ask this question, but one of the most, I feel like one of the most distinct things I, I feel about the Worker Parasite project is the name, is the title, Worker Parasite. It sort of reminds me of uh, of the fluke men in the X-Files, which is that sewer monster. He kind of had like a <laughs> freaky tapeworm face. It was the first thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the, the first X-Files episode I've ever, I ever saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, and still, actually, I think one of the scariest ones. Definitely. Yeah. And um, so like that, that's the kind of imagery that I get. But I was having actually dinner with Russell Butler, who's also in the studio. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, we're sort of talking about your name. We were sort of talking about this identity. And he was saying that the origins are actually slightly less sinister than uh, we would expect. So how did you kind of come up with the name, come up with the sort of, quote-unquote, the, the identity? Oh, yeah. Well, I straight ripped it off 
Um, I didn't think of it. I, I straight stole it from uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> it's a Simpsons reference. It's a it's an Eastern European version of Itchy and Scratchy, which are the cat, the mouse and cat duo. Uh-huh. And uh, they're the sort of Eastern European, like Soviet block, uh, really f- museum fine art version of Itchy and Scratchy. Mm-hmm. And they're called, you know, Worker and Parasite for uh, obvious reasons. Okay. It's a, co- you know, it's a communist cartoon. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. But I, I like, um, I like that it could be flipped and could be taken a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what I think is interesting about your music is, you know, it's like, it isn't just sort of like bang and acid for the da- dance floor. It's like not super serious techno. There are, you know, these moments, and, and Russell and I were talking about these, this, um, there are moments of like playfulness um, that I think are, are incredibly refreshing, especially when you, when you think about a lot of the kinds of techno that, you know, especially stereotypically kind of come out. Um, it is very stern. It is very yeah. serious. Yeah, and I, I, I strongly, um, I'm not a very, I mean, I definitely take music and uh, what I do very seriously. Yes. And um, I take the, when I, I take the work I do in other people's music very seriously as well. But um, I'm definitely not, <laughs> I'm not a hyper serious person. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, uh, I really dislike the lack of sense of humor in dance music period mm-hmm. and uh i'm just trying to do i'm just trying to do some i'm just trying to bring some sense of humor to my own music and um i mean it's nice it's nice to hear that other people notice small stuff um yeah i mean i try i try lots of different stuff you know mm-hmm. cool awesome yeah <laughs> um that being said, like on the flip side too, like when I'm listening to your tracks, there's like this like sort of ferociousness. It's like this this energy that I think you would hear and experience when you're listening to something like like noise or like hardcore. And and for some reason, um, at least like in our circle, at, at least of, of sort of music lovers and producers and people who put on shows and things like that, there seems to be a lot of crossover with hardcore industrial and noise in the techno scene sure and so why do you think that is like what is it about techno that seems to appeal to people well um so i grew up in the hardcore scene but probably um i mean like hardcore punk yeah so i grew up playing drums in hardcore punk bands and i never did i never played in any huge bands or anything but i got to play I got to learn a lot about playing shows, and I got to tour a very little bit, and mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. So, I was already very involved, and um, already pretty much only doing shows, playing shows, going to shows, and buying up hardcore records uh, from a very from a fairly early age, about uh, fourteen. And so, where I'm from in the Midwest, electronic music. It's not, I mean, it sounds funny to people who aren't from there, but there are sections in the Midwest where electronic music, even in Illinois, never did, has, still haven't really permeated. And I'm from one of those areas. Um, everyone had a basement. Everyone had a guitar, though. And so, um, a, like, everyone was in a band. There was no DJs. There was 
no electronic music nights you were you were in a band even if it was a noise band you were playing instruments in a band so i got really into that which translates into how i play live now is the reason i like playing the way i play mm-hmm. is because um it feels like i'm playing live even though everything on my mpc is you know more or less preset i'm still mixing everything live and i like playing my mixer like an instrument or you know just bringing stuff in and out and i like truly live elements but i mean you know some of my favorite bands are you know bands like discharge and um a lot of bay area bands like spaz and that's originally why i moved out here was i wanted to you know go to gilman all the time and uh shop you know buy (laughs) buy records at mission records and (laughs) i moved out here and mission records closed down and it's it seemed like there was a there was a a slight lull and and all that from an outsider's point of view i'm sure you know i'm sure it wasn't that way but someone moving uh here from out of town Mm -hmm. it sure seemed like there was there was a lull so um I've just grown up loving really aggressive, outwardly political, mm-hmm. um, very in-your-face uh, music. And um, that was the part that kind of bugged me when I started going to clubs was everything was really clean. And, you know, from the actual club to the actual music that was being played. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. And I'm there's obviously an audience for that. And there's a lot of DJs pushing that sound. But, uh, you know, for me... I wanted to try playing live and I wanted to try and bring the spirit of DIY hardcore punk to like a hardware techno set. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, it's fun for me. Um, I think there's an audience for that music. Like you said, there's a lot of crossover. I know a lot of people who were involved in various, you know, aggressive music scenes and um, ended up doing electronic music, specifically techno. So, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's really where the sound comes. It's like that's all I've ever listened to. I've never been, I've never had a period where I was into hyper melodic music. I never got into IDM or anything like that. Um, I pretty much consistently listened to hardcore punk and death metal until I was probably twenty two, twenty three, mm-hmm. and then I started getting into Gabber and the hard jungle hardcore continuum. But really, like Gabber and uh, Free Techno and stuff like that. And those were the first genres that kind of made me think that I could actually bring, like, my level of uh, anxiety or um, just, like, uh, frustration, you know, mm-hmm. to that music. So it's a lot of fun. I like doing and it. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. It's, you know, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to play hardware. And it's a lot of fun to play really really hard banging sets um mm-hmm. although i can't do it everywhere um when i get to do it it's a lot of fun okay cool awesome yeah and uh yeah let's talk about the new release which is depth charge like what was kind of the was there a concept behind it or an um no i mean i'm not i'm not super huge on concepts uh for for really anything mm-hmm. um i the classic work guys uh uh, Nuhan and uh, I'm sure I'm butchering his name but Nuhan and Cardo Pusher hit me up and they liked my Opal tapes and some of my other stuff and I basically just started sending them tracks that I had recorded to tape and then basically processed and mixed myself and they basically just picked uh, a bunch of tracks that they liked 
and I did some edits for them, um, and then I got it mastered, and it, it came out. Um, I, re- you know, again, like every everything I do is named after something I like, or um, I actively consume. And depth charge is a coffee drink. <laughs> it's black coffee with two shots of espresso in it. Uh-huh. So every, pretty much everything I do is pretty literal. You can trace it back to something. Um, that I'm actually I'm actually into so no I, I'm not very good at, at like concepts and there's people who do it really well and I don't so I, I just like I, I just like releasing stuff yeah. and getting stuff like I like I just like the process of releasing and working with labels and specifically classic works has been a really a really great relationship for me and those guys um, I probably wouldn't be doing anything cool that I'm doing today without them and specifically well, I mean, really, everyone I've worked with, but Classic Works has pushed my music a lot, and yeah, amazing. Yeah, really, yeah, really, really appreciative to those guys for Very doing cool. that. Yeah, and uh, do you have any other releases coming out? Actually, um, yeah, I have a cassette coming out on Night Gaunt Records, which is a label in LA. Um, it's uh, hardware. It's again um, a bunch of. Hardware tracks uh, recorded to tape and then mixed in uh, Ableton Live. And um, these guys approached me and wanted to do a tape. And I really liked what they were doing. They do a lot of really dark, <laughs> you know, depressing ambient and drone music. And they, they wanted to do something with me. So I sent them a bunch of tracks and I got the artwork back. And now I'm just waiting for it to be mastered and come out. Um, I think it'll be out. By the end of the year, maybe beginning next year. Will it be more more ambient, more more droning? More- no, it's definitely it's that's it's all beat driven. Um, okay. I really haven't gotten around to producing a lot of ambient music. Um, I like doing like little stat or like little segues and stuff for records, but um, more often than not, those end up getting scrapped because they're not very long and they're not really a focus. It's just basically me noodling with a modular or my my gear without drum machines, and then processing it and sending it and being like, "What do you is is this a cool segue or a cool intro?" And more often than not, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And then uh, you also have a project with Russell Butler, who is a longtime friend of yours. Yeah. DM. Uh, so how did you guys start that project? You know. Um. So I. Th- we've talked about it before and I don't remember exactly how we started it other than it probably started with us talking about hardware or house and techno or Russell and I again uh, we share similar musical backgrounds in regards to aggressive guitar music and stuff like that Russell um, we like different styles of the same music basically Mm -hmm. and um, so we got talking about gear and I've I've, you know, always been a hardware fetishist going from recording gear, like really nice mic pre's and beautiful microphones to synthesizers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when I started producing music, you know, my fetish just shifted slightly into synthesizers and drum machines instead of, you know, recording consoles and mic pre's and, you know, hardware compressors and stuff like that. So we probably started talking about that and I think we clicked and we ended up jamming together and recording it and um it was the first time since uh it was first time in a while and i remember us talking about it because 
we decided we had to do it again where it was like it clicked and we worked together and we we fed off each other and um there wasn't a whole bunch of you know stupid egos involved there's you know there's never any hurt feelings with what we do Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes i write sometimes i come up with good stuff sometimes he does and uh we just work really well together and really fluid but it was just like chatting about hardware and then we start jamming and um you know we got asked to play a show and we did that and so from there it's like it's really hard to want to quit <laughs> once yeah. you have any momentum you want to you want to continue so we we have a bunch of stuff recorded and we have some we have a release in early works um but uh we'll see it'll okay. it's going to take a while but we'll have something out awesome and uh so are you guys going to have any any more shows coming up or uh we don't i don't have anything booked for anything right now um uh i don't i don't try and book shows a whole lot myself um because i you know like everyone else that lives in san francisco i i work and you know and all that kind of stuff so um hopefully soon um you know we're talking about putting something again we're talking about stuff but nothing concrete um yeah Hopefully soon. I love playing live, so. Yeah. Which is why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I'm going to be doing, fortunately. So. Exactly. And uh, if if and when Worker Parasite will uh, be playing live anywhere in the city or anywhere in the Bay Area, of course, in Oakland, too. Uh, which is where you're located. Yes. Um, I will be posting that on our Facebook, which is Infinite Beast, like an animal. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, you just, I think we are ready for a live set. Cool. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Is there down. anything that you, you kind of had in mind or anything like that um, for this particular live set? Um, okay, so this, this is a collection. Um, this is me trying slightly new stuff. Uh, with my next batch of tracks, um, cool. we, you know, we were talking about aggression <laughs> and sort of like uh, hard hitting stuff. And um, I've been trying to produce that stuff for a long time. Um, believe it or not, the production process that I do typically lends itself better to like slower, more like lo-fi tracks. And so this is me trying to get into more hi-fi percussive um, sort of head banging um, you know electronic music without relying on a ton of gimmicks it's basically my attempt at hardcore without a lot of the traps that i kind of dislike about electronic hardcore like pitched up vocals and Uh, um mm -hmm. just that kind of stuff so uh, i played a similar set in la um last week and it, it worked well and i had a good time and i got good feedback so we'll see how it sounds here okay awesome uh, so you are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. I have Worker Parasite doing live PA in the studio, and you will be listening to that uh, in a few minutes. Thank you.
Thank <laughs> you.